Greetings, citizens of Podcast City. I ask you to look upon me and heed my warning. As of this moment, you are all now fully aware that the following program is rated mature and is intended solely for those of the legal age to smoke, vote, and purchase pornography. If you find yourself at all easily disturbed by the harsh realities of obscene language, then perhaps you should turn back now before your mind becomes permanently stained with the wicked ways of professional wrestling. Every conceivable form of listener and viewer discretion is strongly advised. Beat me if you can survive. If I let you... Thunderdome, bitch. It's never pleasant or fun to start off a show with a 10-bell salute, but we figured in honor of our uh, our fallen comrade there, Wolverine, Amy's Amy's love and joy, we figured it would be nothing, we figured it would be appropriate to give Wolverine the 10-bell salute, so rest in power, go see my dogs up there, and... Uh, You'll be missed, bud. You'll be missed. Yes, yes. So, fallen comrade from the <clears throat> world of what do we call the show again? Oh, yeah, after Tuesdays. Yes, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> he was always a big supporter of us, I know. And uh, we're was. gonna we're gonna miss our fallen buddy, but he's uh, hanging out with my old boy Diablo now, so he's in good pause. Don't you worry. And my boys, uh, Rainy and Diamond, the dogs. So, uh, ooh, that could be a good tag team match up there. The brother and sister versus Diablo and Wolverine. Right? What a matchup. I like it. I got to say, Wolverine and Diablo take the cake on that one. I believe well, that. There was a lot of rage there. <laughs> well, especially with Diablo alone. Oh, yeah. You knew Diablo. Oh, yeah. Hated Diablo. Oh, yeah. And he Diablo. made sure he knew how you, he felt about you, too, didn't he? Oh, Diablo scared me. <laughs> he was good at that. Yeah. He used to, I used to wake up in the middle of the night. He'd just be like on my chest with like one claw at my throat, just making sure I know who's in charge. So. He didn't, he didn't mess around, not Diablo. But here we are. But here we are. I'm sitting in my basement, and 
We're talking about um, shitty raw. (laughs) (laughs) And crack is whack. (laughs) Crack is still whack. So I went the other way with this. I went with the wrestlers who never held the world title. Well, I took it two ways. I mean, yeah, it was top top wrestlers that should have been world champion, but never were. And then, of course, who I think never should have held a world title in the first place. So So, uh, let's kick that off with you then, sir. Let's kick it off of the wrestlers who you think, why are they carrying the belt? The men who I believe should have been world champion never were. Now, a couple of these, you know, I might have to, well, well, maybe only one. So these are the ones that never were a champion, but you thought... Well, some did hold the title. For instance, right off the bat, I mentioned Bam Bam Bigelow. Now, Bam Bam was ECW World Heavyweight Champion. But the reason I put Bam Bam on this list is because I still, to this day, can never believe that Bam Bam was never the WWF champion. Um, I love Bam Bam. He was a great heel. Um, What I really could have seen, Bam Bam holding the title, they should have had him have a feud with Brett when Brett had the title one of the times when Brett had the title early on there um you know maybe after he won it from flair or whatnot because i mean who could ever forget the first king of the ring in the finals bam bam versus brett that is still one of the best matches you know especially a big guy versus uh you know a smaller you know more ground pound technical grappler wrestler um and bam bam was the big huge brawler that was you know one for the ages so i would have loved to see bam bam take the belt from Brett at some point, you know, in a heel screw job. And then, you know, Brett could have taken a bat from him, but Bam Bam definitely should have been WWF champion at some point. Oh, I wholeheartedly agree on that one. And I, I wish he had been ECW champion longer than he was, but that's besides the point. I agree. I definitely agree on that one. So who's you got on your list of men who should have won the title, but never did? Um, I'm going to kick it off with, one of the top ones, one of the the number one on my list. I'm going right for the creme de la creme. Oh, you in an order, huh? I just jotted down randos. No, no particular is, order for me. No, this is just the one who I thought should have carried a belt at some point, mm-hmm. uh, a world belt, and did not. Um, was Mr. Hot Rod Roddy Roddy, Roddy Piper? Oh yes, he's definitely made my list as well. No uh, doubt about that. His ring presence, his attitude, his sarcasm. Um, and the way he was able to hold himself within the ring and the feuds that he had with Hogan and, oh. And his, yeah, I mean, if I had to name, who do I think was the greatest ever on the mic? Roddy Roddy Piper, without question. Um, mm-hmm. The guy just got the best promos. He was such a great heel. He just so knew how to get under not only his opponents, but, you know, fan skin. Really, I mean, people hated Piper when he wanted them to hate him. Uh, he was so good at that. And, you know, uh, the fact that he was never WWF champion, in my opinion, is a travesty. He did hold the Intercontinental title, lost it to Brett in that incredible match at WrestleMania 8. Um, but as well, you know, I would even throw in, I think he should have been WCW champion as well. Mm-hmm. He had that awesome match against, against Hogan at Starcade, and, um, you know, surprised the world because no one thought anyone, you know, it's Hogan at that age especially. He's not going to be able to really deliver a good match. It's, I mean, I'm sorry, he really never did, didn't do it very often during his time as champion in the NWO. Um, but that match he had against Piper was awesome. And why WCW decided not to give Rowdy the belt, I don't get that one either. 
So yeah, in total agreement when it comes to the hot rod. Mm-hmm. What was that? What was your two cents? I just said because they're bitches. Because they're <laughs> bitches. That's right. They couldn't handle Piper. <laughs> they saw they oh, live and they were like, whoa, he's too much for us. They kick <laughs> all our ass. Like, of on. course, he he, he he only winner of the one one and only uh, Hollywood back well, brawl with us at WrestleMania 12. Yep. <laughs> you know, I, I real quick side note there on that match. I had not seen that match in the longest time. Maybe not even since uh, I ordered WrestleMania 12 live on pay-per-view. Oh, request. But um, I forgot how good that match was. Granted, they do the whole part where he's chasing him in the gold dust mobile, the Ford white Bronco, and they have the whole OJ thing. But yeah, um, that match, I mean, dude, they really beat the shit out of each other. And the very end of the match, fucking Piper has gold dust like on his back and he's just like bashing him right in the face like, as hard as he could. Go back and look that one up when you got the time. Cause you know, of course everyone really remembers the Piper stripping off gold dust suit and he was wearing the lingerie underneath. But the match itself, they like beat the holy hell out of each other. So yeah, I had to talk to Piper again. And let's not forget about Piper at WrestleMania five on Piper's pit when he brought out uh Robert Downey Jr. Oh, Piper's pit was the best. Of all the things they've done over the years, you know, uh, Brutus's you know, barbershop, the barbershop. And, you know, the um, this TV and everything they've done over the years. Yeah, no, nobody could ever top Piper's Pit. Still the king. Yes. Still one of the greatest ones ever. Yeah. Uh, what's next on your list? Unless Miss Nighthawk has anything on her list. If she has a list. I'm sure she has a list, but. I don't. Yes. That's her people to kill list. Yes. Pray that you don't make it. <laughs> That's her hit list. Oh, I'm sure I'm on there somewhere. Look, I've had a rough week. I don't that have a list. Have. That's completely understandable, my dear. You don't even worry about that at all. We've got plenty of useless information for <laughs> to spread around for all of us. So I'm going up next with our... Um, 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 um. Okay, here's one. Now, I know this was primarily like about wrestlers from the past, but I'm putting Cesaro on there. Why has Cesaro still not been WWE champion? He's on my list, too. Right. All right, cool. So we're surfing yep. on the same wave there, Bodie. Just call me Johnny Utah. Yeah, Cesaro, dude. Another one of these guys that is just so extremely talented. One of the best wrestlers to come out in any federation in the last, you know, 10, 15, whatever years. And I, this is another thing that's really been pissing me off with WWE. What was with that whole buildup? making it look like Cesaro was really going to get a shot there for the title. And then it's just like, mm, yeah, well, we just they tore it down real fast. We pretend that didn't happen. And where has Cesaro been? Like, I, I, I don't watch enough night Monday night raw. Has he even been on it? He wasn't in your nope. report. So nope. there you go. We haven't seen shit. Cesaro. Shit. Cesaro is another one that I really would love to just see go to AEW. Cause then he would finally get the proper recognition that he deserves. Why he's been there that how, Friggin' long has he been in WWE now, and he's never held even the Universal title? Like, that's... Like, give the guy a belt. He deserves shit. it. No doubt, man. No doubt, man. So Cesaro made the list. So what's up uh, on deck there, batter boy? He held the belt for a split second, but they do not recognize him mm -hmm. as ever holding the World Wrestling Federation. I know who for which you speak. Because everyone's got a price. And everybody's got to pay. Unfortunately, 
no one has a price to give this guy his right at saying he was WWF champion. Is oh. Ted DiBiase the million dollar man when he, you know, has his summer home in Hyannisport? That's right. That's so funny. <laughs> I literally was just going to say that. But yeah, no, again, um, uh, here we go again. Million dollar man <laughs> totally made my list as well. Um, yes, he did buy the title off of Andre. Um, but I would have, you know, aside from that old storyline, why didn't he ever just really win it? You know, he was a great technical wrestler, great in the ring. Uh, oh, he was one of the top heels of the eighties, no doubt about it. You know, everybody loved to hate Million Dollar Man. I mean, just his laugh alone made me want to tune in on Saturday mornings just to see him do that <laughs> again and again. It's it's hilarious. Or when he would bring like little kids up to win, make them win money, like bouncing the basketball like ten times and then <laughs> kick it away from at nine, <laughs> number nine, and oh, dude, it was the best. Million Dollar Man to me was like. He was the Ric Flair of WWF. And I know, yes, Ric mm -hmm. Flair was in WWF, of course. But when Ric Flair had that moniker in WCW, Million Dollar Man had it for WWF, really, before Flair came into mm -hmm. the picture. No, I love that gimmick. Now. But, yeah, definitely another very, you know, top star, that uh, top athlete that never got the chance to hold the real gold. And I wish they had done more with a Million Dollar title as well. Well, yeah, that too. And I mean, he did hold he he held a tag team goal with with IRS. Yeah, yeah, he um, did. But he never hold. I don't think I don't believe he ever held the IC gold. He never held held really the WWF gold. And he was the, the first Champions. man to be eliminated from the nineteen ninety two Royal Rumble. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yes, that was the next on my list. Yeah, definitely had the Million Dollar Man as well. Um, yeah, it's funny to think that, yeah, he had that house in Hyannisport while Vince and Linda had their place on the Cape Cod as well. Oh, what's next on your list there, sir? Oh, boy. Let's see who do we got. Well, me, actually. He thinks I should have had the belt. Thank you. Well, this, yeah. this is facts. Obviously, <laughs> your, you know, your spy techniques work because you've already seen my list. Yes. Why, the, <laughs> why Nighthawk has not reigned as champion is... Beyond me. Right? Mm -hmm. She's champion in her own mind. No, more than that, I'm sure. Kind of rude, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Would you expect anything less? Mm -hmm. At this rate, probably not. So I'm going with... It's got to be Mr. Perfect, dude. The Here's fact that mind. Mr. Perfect never, ever was world champion in WWF or WCW still blows my dome piece away. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, the guy was just great in ring, dude, and out of the ring, he could throw a touchdown pass to himself. It's and the, the way moments in sports history, gum. oh, the dude, in the towel, <laughs> he smacked uh, a piece of gum like nobody's business. No, it's true, man. Talk about somebody who had it, you know, when. Guys say, you know, that guy, he had it. Mr. Perfect is an it kind of guy. He was an incredible athlete. He was great on the mic. He could work as a heel or a face. He worked better as a heel, really. But, um, you know, of course, being part of the uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan family just made it even better. He was even a good commentator, too. Remember, he commentated mm -hmm. on Raw there for a while as well. Um, I can still, unfortunately, <laughs> never remember, never forget uh, those latter WCW days when, like, you know, when just everybody apparently was in NWO now, and it was just getting ridiculous. 
And there's a clip. You can look it up on YouTube. He, Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect, he's in the ring. He is completely shit-faced. And he's, like, leaning his head against the bottom rope and just laying on the mat while, like, everyone else is in there. And he's, like, still drinking. <laughs> he uh, Also, he gave us the uh, that lovely tune, Rap is Crap, if you look that one up on YouTube. Yes, Mr. Perfect, along, along with a couple other wrestlers, recorded a song called Rap is Crap. He was not big on the hip-hop. But, um... Yeah, Perfect was an it kind of guy, and I will never understand why they never made it in either federation. Really, is weird, especially WCW. You couldn't have done given him the world title, right? Him have a run with and another one, WF, another one who totally could have maybe taken the belt off Brett for a little bit and had a little bit of feud. Brett and Mister Perfect had some of the best matches you'll ever see. So, oh, absolutely. <clears throat> and then I like the one Flair was uh, not Flair. Uh, Mr. Perfect was commentary, but he was like Flair's liaison within the Heenan family. Yeah, right. Oh yeah. When oh, Flair came back during Flair's uh, feud with with Macho Man, he was, was, uh, was supposedly dating Flair. Yeah, he was the best like wrestler turn commentator since uh, Jesse the Body. No doubt about it. He was really good there. But um, yeah, another one. We'll never know why he never held the big one. Um, next on my list, I'm going to take it a little bit of a different direction here. Okily dokily. I'm going to take a stab. I'm going to take a stroll down women's wrestling lane. Nice, nice. And someone I thought WWE could have done a lot more with, and possibly put the gold around her waist, was Luna Vachon. That's a damn good call. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in that, in her era, she, she was one of the only women who like, they'd actually let her wrestle. It wasn't just about, you know, boobs and butt action. So no. And she, and she had the, the big feud with, with a, 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 a Lundra blaze there, mm -hmm. uh, but she was used more as a manager and not for her talents that she could bring to the ring. Therefore not letting her exceed to championship status. Yeah, but I think WWE could have really pushed that woman's mark there. The division and, at the time, if you will, for what it yeah, was. Yeah, lost, lost for words because I'm so distraught over this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Luna Vachon was definitely one of those underutilized uh, talents that the writers at the time couldn't see. Yeah, and she, you know, she was certainly. You know, you got to give her credit, though. She was very groundbreaking for that time in a world of wrestling when, you know, at that era, women were just looked at as valets and managers and, you know, mm -hmm. eye candy, for lack of a better term. Luna was something different. She was, you know, real freaky looking. You know, she had the half-shaped hair, the spider webs, and she had that voice. I loved, you know, they had bad, bad, I got to tell you. <laughs> um but uh, so, you know, it was something very different, something that, you know, you really hadn't seen much back then. And she could wrestle. I mean, hell, it was in her blood. She was Mad Dog Machon's or Mad Dog Machon's friggin' daughter. Crazy. Yep. So, um, yeah, that's a great pick because um, mostly anything people really remember her for is when she basically was managing Bam Bam Bigelow. And then later on, she was with uh, Goldust when he was doing that whole weird Marilyn Manson thing and when he was feuding with Vader time. So, yeah, that is a worthy pick, I must say, my good man. <clears throat> Very worthy indeed. I can see Miss Nighthawk's making her list over there. I can see her writing stuff down. I got to go through this and make yeah, sure I don't mention She's adding more lists to her kill shot. <laughs> her kill shot list. 
All right, people to kill us. It's getting hotter. The list right. is getting longer and longer. I'm sure. <laughs> <coughs> oh, pardon it. Next I up. Don't actually, wait, I don't actually have a list for that. What, people to kill? For legal purposes, I do not have a list. Oh, yes, for that. legal purposes, yes, she does not have a uh, list <laughs> of people to kill. Nor do I. And I don't wait, keep wait. it in my shed. So, yeah, for legal purposes, we are queer. Yes. All right, next up, I'm going with the ravishing one, Rick Rude. Why? Mm -hmm. Now, if I'm not mistaken, Rick Rude was actually WCW world champion at one point. Yes, he was. Yes. But he never had the WWF title. Another one of these guys who was one of, you know, the best freaking heels of the 80s and early 90s and stuff. Uh, everybody... Loved Rick Rude. If you hated him, you wanted to see him get his ass kicked. And for all us heel lovers there, we had enough of him. Because back then, I mean, well, ravishing Rick Rude. He's still one of those, like, one and only guys to me. There'll never be another Rick Rude. He was just no, the whole, like, you know, making fun of the town, every town he was in, and bringing the girl out of the crowd and kissing her and stuff, and having the airbrushed, uh, you know, girl's faces on his tights and shit. Like, ah, oh, Rick Rude was something else, man. They tried to re-gimmick it with Val Venus a little bit, but then Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Rick Rude didn't have to get all poor and smutty. He was just the ravishing one. He had that and then he came back as Michael. He came back as Michael's insurance policy. Yeah. And he still holds the record for the only man who appeared on Raw and Nitro in the same night that he did. Yes, he did. He was with DX, and then all of a sudden, a couple minutes later, he was coming out with the NWO over on TNT. It was like, what? madness <laughs> i remember at the time thinking like how the fuck did he do that like <laughs> I, I couldn't remember i was trying to figure out like okay raw's in the uh, nitro's in like florida like he couldn't have flown there that fast but then it realized yeah raw was pre-taped so he actually recruited that was the reason why he or the following and it's the same night montreal screw job he was yep. real tight and uh, Brett Stack and the Hart family, and he didn't hesitate. After Brett, he was like, see ya, and there was Eric Bishop. Well, Mr. Rude, welcome back to the... But Rude was awesome. Uh, another one who really... Hell yeah, I love robots. <laughs> I love robots too. This must this must this must be Peacock TV. Oh, what? So now I'm fucking up. Now you're robotish. Oh, great. All right. Well, well, we're getting to the end of the show anyway. Uh, the one of the last ones on my list of who should have held the belt. Uh, actually, I have two. Uh, the first one being Arn Anderson. Mm -hmm. uh, probably one of the Should I even talk? Can you hear me? Or I can hear you. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, it looks fine yeah. on my end. Uh, definitely Arn Anderson, probably one of the better technical wrestlers mm -hmm. out there, was only able to either carry a TV champion or a tag team champion, but he was always constantly backing Ric Flair as one of the four horsemen. So when you're mm -hmm. in someone's shadows, you're never really going to get that title shot unless you turn heel on that. Arn Anderson still too started to interrupt, but uh, one of the toughest bastards in the history of wrestling. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that infamous story where Psycho Sid stabbed him with a pair of scissors like no shit ton of time. Yeah, look it up, dude. No, that really happened. Yeah. Um, they 
obviously did not for each other. And Psycho Sid, you know, the moniker is fitting. He actually stabbed Arn Anderson multiple times with a pair of scissors. So Jeez. tough motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to rattle off the last one on my list here of someone who never held the WWE or WWF championship for that matter, well, the world championship. Uza Machismo, Mr. Reza Ramon Scott Hall. Hell yeah. Yeah, he definitely made my list as well. No doubt about it. Um, him and Mr. Perfect probably considered like the best intercontinental champions. But another one, you know, I think this probably is because it's Scott Hall. I have a feeling because of his issues or whatever. Yeah. Vince might want to say, hmm, I don't know if we want to put the title on Drunko Pill Popper. So, but, but I mean, he he had one of the most epic ladder matches at WrestleMania 10 with Shawn Michaels in that oh, yeah. intercontinental the championship. Epic intercontinental ladder match, champion. really. That was that was like the first. Well, that was the first ladder match in WWF, yeah. and the one that really made that a part of the business. The whole infamous ladder match, right? Yeah. No, exactly, and. uh that really set the stage for future ladder matches to come, of course. Oh, no doubt. Uh, but I do think Razor Ramon could have had a good run as a WWF world ta- world champion. No doubt about it, buddy. Um, I am a complete grant there because I had him on my list as well. I uh, I have three more, and that's it for me. Um, I put up Owen Hart, no doubt about it. Um, yep. Good and it's, it sucks because I'm not – positive that you know even if the tragedy that befell him hadn't happened i don't know if they ever really would have put the belts on him plus i do know that from reading bret hart's book he had been talking about calling it a day he had made his money and he wanted to spend time with his wife and kids um that's another reason why he went with the blue blazer gimmick so he didn't have to bump as much blazer it was kind of like fully being dude love you know he didn't have to mm-hmm. hit it as hard uh, but yeah, Owen, I mean, the match he had against Brett in the curtain jerker at WrestleMania 10, the greatest technical match in in wrestling history, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so there's well, no you're going to get that. I mean, they both trained under their dad's two heart in the dungeon. They're both going to have that technical aspect. Mm. And to your point, that was one hell of a technical match. Oh, it was everything it should you want in wrestling that that match showcased what pro wrestling is all about really that's what i was looking for so what happened now i'm sorry why she's, she's had too much wine i didn't oh. have one <laughs> i'll have to fun goofballs eh drinking vitamin water what the fuck oh see that's that's it, that's what they're calling it these days mm-hmm. no, you, yeah you got me vitamins <laughs> You cut out a little bit, and instead of wrestling, it sounded like you said wrestling. Oh, God. I saw that <laughs> robot shit. All right, I'll get this over with quick then. If I, it's going that bad. Uh, I put up Jake, Jake the Snake. I would have loved to see Jake the Snake as a champion. And maybe if I had to name number one who should have, who never held it, it would be the British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith. I thought about him while putting him on my list. It's weird that no one in England has ever been – uh, WWE world champion. Nobody. Hmm. Nope. Nobody. So and that's it. <laughs> the top of my list of people who had the belt and I don't think should have. Mm-hmm. Psycho said. Psycho said. <laughs> top of my list. Remember his Jason music? Man, 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 man. Remember when he broke his leg? Oh, 
Still the most sickening. I'm sorry, that's worse worse than Joe Theismann getting his leg broken by Lawrence Taylor on Monday Night Football. The Sid leg break is the worst, dude. The worst. We've played it before on the on, on the botches show when we didn't mm-hmm. box Yeah, that and that that's probably the biggest botch of them all, no doubt. Yes. Um, sorry. So you had Sid. Uh, <laughs> definitely. Even though you know it was the WCW title, but Vince Russo. Why the fuck was he ever champion? I don't know. This WCW uh, sucked. Who do you got did. next? That's all I had. That's all I That's had. That's it? For, oh, okay. Yeah. I have a few. Because I have a, I have a lot of anger and hate inside me. So so not only do we have Vince Russo. <laughs> um, yeah, see? Look at it. That's what spawns my hatred. That's what keeps the fire burning. Yes. Oh, boy. That's a dream right there, baby. Uh, well, I'm just going to look and admire that for a while. What, Enzo and his, and his massive arm? No, around? this matchup right here. The thought, I'm already processing the horrible things I would do to him. It would be what very violent. We, wait, very what do his arms say? Nothing. Crap. I think we tried to figure that out last time. <laughs> it's garbage tattoos. Trash tattoos. That stupid tribal thing or whatever. A number mm-hmm. two. Oh, he would have a tribal crap tattoo. And they... it looks like a microphone on his hand. Don't see, I mean, am I wrong? Don't you just want to slap him in the face? Just look at him. Come on. You can't yeah. tell me you don't want to hit him. Like ah. what I see on the weekend in Main Street. Ah. <laughs> ah. Amy yeah. knows. Oh, I'm sure. I, I I had my own on uh, Main Street in Hyannis for about four years. <laughs> Good times. So, yeah. Thank you. I mean, he was never champion, but I thank you for bringing up my hate for Enzo. Oh, still waiting for that reply, you. buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta keep that hatred hatred alive. Gotta keep that uh, fire fueled. Now, you, this should come at no surprise because I just mentioned earlier in the show how much I fucking hate this guy. Jinder Mahal. Why Jinder Mahal mm-hmm. was ever WWE champion, I will never understand. Speaking of, I don't understand. Vince McMahon was WWE champion. And I, I don't even recognize him as ECW champion because that was not the ECW World Heavyweight title. That was the crap WWE ECW championship. Um, so yeah, Vince was WWF champion. Were they still WWF then? Or was he the E? Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was one thing when Vince won the Royal Rumble. That was actually pretty awesome. You know, because then that set up the St. Valentine's Day massacre match and stuff. But Vince never should have held the belt. No. Poor taste. Poor taste. Uh, David Arquette, speaking of never should have held a world title. Even he will admit he never should have been WCW World Heavyweight Champion. The Great Khali, why? Don't get it. He was world champion in WWE. And, and yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. And, I don't know why. Uh, well, it's because Vince just loves gargantuans. He really loves just tall dudes. I know that's his thing. I mean, hence, that's why we got, uh, what was his name? Bodysuit man there. Um, Giant, Giant Hernandez. Hernandez. Yeah, Gonzalez, yeah. yeah. Hernandez? <laughs> Giant Hernandez, yes. Giant Aaron Hernandez. He's a murderer and he's hairy. <laughs> he wears a bodysuit that's covered in blood. <laughs> um, and lastly, I, I this is probably going to come as an unpopular opinion to many out there, but I don't care. I don't think the Ultimate Warrior ever should. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. He sucked in the ring. I mean, Hogan really didn't. Hogan had the same wrestling ability, really, as Ultimate Warrior, but Hogan had more. Selling appeal, obviously, prove that. They both had Warrior three moves. 
Yeah. Hogan had scoop slam, big boot, elbow drop, and then we mix him up with the Warriors, double clothesline or double clothesline or double double clothesline. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just all his matches were just running, and then the Gorilla Plus, and then you know splash. splash. That was that every match he had. That was it. Um, you know, and I said it before, even in that era as a kid, you know, everyone was all macho or, or everyone was all Hulkster or uh, Warrior. Warrior. I was still all Macho Man. Macho Man was still having way better matches than both of them combined back then. So that's my two cents there. Yeah, I'm saying it. Warrior didn't deserve it. Mm. Fired. Really. <laughs> I have to be hired before I can be fired. This is fair. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just one man's opinion on the Ultimate Warrior. Myself, I think he should have held it. But here we are. Uh, we will agree to disagree. <laughs> We will. We will settle it in the ring one day. Oh, damn right. Taking back the uh, the old feud from the uh, backyard of my parents' house oh. in West Barstable many, many <laughs> moons ago. <laughs> yes. Good times. Indeed. So with that, I believe next week we will uh, do a little Wayne's World Scooby-Doo and go back in time well, for our first episode, maybe. Uh, yeah, I, you know, <laughs> We are coming up. I mean, this was match 17. We are coming up on what would be a technically, I guess you want to call it the first anniversary episode. It would be our 20th anniversary spooktacular. It's right around huh? the corner. It was, it's show 20. Oh, I wish up. that would actually be around Halloween. So I know. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. We can make it around Halloween. We just won't do shows till Halloween. <laughs> That's one way to do it. <laughs> or we could just lie about how many shows we've done, like the uh, Goldberg uh, uh undefeated streak in WCW next week. We'll just come on and be like, welcome to show or match seven. You haven't seen the previous ones we've done, <laughs> <laughs> which chances are people haven't anyway. So we, or we should do them. more shows. So that way we do our 31st, 31st show right around Halloween. Ooh. Does that math work out? I don't fucking know. <laughs> math. <laughs> That's why I said do more shows. Yeah. If you plus more shows with oh more shows, God, then it'll equal wait. more shows. <laughs> Hang on. She's doing math. No, I didn't do math. It's the 17th, and it's our 17th episode. Woo! You're right. Oh, man. Look at that. That happened, right. on, that happened on another another show, too. Well, strange things are afoot at the yeah. Circle K, my friend. It's the 17th. Ah, so now, oh, we should have played Winger. She's only 17. 17! Because everybody loves Winger. Sure. <laughs> Fuck Winger. <laughs> Don't you still have your Monsters of Rock CD, Dave? <laughs> I found my book of CDs the other day, and what's in there kind of scares me. Oh, that's one for the vaults, huh? <laughs> oh, I, don't, nice. don't even they, I don't even know if they, if they still play. I gotta go find me a CD player because well, cars don't have them anymore. <laughs> wow, going back in time. Yeah, no. I guess I remember uh, going around in the Firebird. You had the, like five books of CDs back there. <laughs> Something for every occasion. This guy had it all. I miss my Firebird. We had some good times in that bird. Mm. Mm-hmm. I got, I, you drove me around while I was pretty drunk in that bird. <laughs> I might have been too. <laughs> it was all in good fun. It was. It was. And here we are still alive to tell the stories about tell our grandkids one day. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's going to be a show. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting out here in our wheelchairs and our walkers and 
episode 3002. I doubt I will, but I would love to get to back in my day age. That would be hilarious. I'm I would be of, the coolest old man. Just listen to Slayer and smoke reefer. I'm kind of there with like you Madison. That already. Like, yeah, well, it's true. And I'm old, so I guess I I made it. Thank You're you like halfway there. there. Yes. <laughs> I'm like Bon Jovi now. Whoa. <laughs> Are you living on a prayer? Or you want a dead or alive? <laughs> yeah, probably yep. option B. <laughs> want a dead Cactus Jack style. <laughs> Through some barbed wire and some uh, mm. plates of glass. Depending on who you ask, that probably is a true statement. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So yeah, next week we're going to do something. And it's going to be right here, folks. On the old youtube.com slash hellentertainment666. Throwback Tuesday. Let's go. Throwback Tuesday. We're going to get all diddly-doo, diddly-doo, diddly-doo. And right just- here. How it, it all began. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on that note, we will see you next week for the Throwback Tuesday, as Miss Nighthawk has just named next week's show. It's official. We're going back in time. Sorry, I just said that, but it's what? Huey Lewis. We forgot motherfuckers. That's part of the name. Ah, Throwback Tuesday, mm-hmm. motherfuckers. Yeah. We're going back to the future. It's the one that says <laughs> motherfucker on it. oh good golly old molly time to wrap this show up is where you're just rambling on i'm the podcast kid that is jack torrance that is nighthawk we will see you next tuesday right here on youtube